Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. Uh, welcome, welcome to Wrong and Wronger, and we got uh, we got the James Breakwell over there. We got Steve Olivas. We got uh, the Packers. It's football season. We're almost we're ready to go three and zero, like one, two, three, and up and down, and we're rolling. And uh, the Brewers, they're about to get into the playoffs. They got to knock off the Cubs, and they got to work on the, the pitcher. And James, I know you're not a baseball guy, but like the pitcher, he's the guy who throws the ball. That guy. But uh, right now, let's just get into what we're doing here because we've got a debate scheduled that at least two people are sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to listen to. James, let me start by asking, how are you doing tonight? I am surprised. Do we pick up a second listener somewhere? When did, when did that happen? <laughs> ah, man, I just, I watch the numbers every week and then get drunk out of despair. But <laughs> I believe we still have two. Uh, Judy P. will never leave. That's true. Judy P is in until the end of time with us, and there's got to be one more somewhere. Well, I right? guess we have two interns, so just by default, with Judy and the interns, we're up to three, so we're good. <laughs> they only look at the Twitter and the Facebook stuff. I don't know if they actually listen oh, to the show. Oh, that's true. I ho- hopefully, for their sake, they don't. I, you know, they <laughs> had to spare their, their sanity. <laughs> well, your wife, I'm sure. Sh- oh, wait, no, no obviously not. <laughs> All right, what what are we going to debate tonight? This is the show where we debate about topics that mean nothing to nobody except two of you out there. What do we got going tonight? We are going to argue if you should argue if you should watch the movie in the movie theater or in your home. Go out or stay in for movies. (laughs) As complicated as that came out. It's sort of like Netflix versus watching in the theater. So that's the two options. We have the Guam Quarter of Fate. Breakwell, I don't need you to utter a word right here. Oh, no, but before then, before you ruin the ruse of the Guam Quarter of Fate tonight, what uh, compliment do you have for me? Because I know this is something that you spend all week trying to put pencil to paper. You you scratch at your chin. You have a thousand-yard stare into a sunset. What do you have for me tonight? I would like to congratulate you on being a creature of habit. It takes so little change to completely discombobulate you. We switched around the order of our podcast tonight because we had a special guest on another one, and you didn't have 55 minutes to practice your horrible impression. And now you are all... A lot of sorts. It just makes me realize, like, I, I just always assume that you're just going by the seat of your pants here, but like, you're practicing to be this bad. So I guess I got to commend your dedication. So good for you for trying hard, I guess. Man, there is a rhythm to life, and when Breakwell throws it off, because his life has the rhythm of Elaine on Seinfeld, it just, I, I get pulled right down the drain with him. And I, I hate that about myself, that I'm not strong enough to just say no. <laughs> But I went with Breakwell, and now we're all discombobulated. But James, my compliment to you is actually, and I chuckle when I say this, it is a bit more heartfelt, even though yours was meaningless yet heartfelt. <laughs> but your your, uh, your eulogy to your grandmother was fantastic. It was touching, it was funny, and I think it was so appropriate for the medium and the woman as you described her. I say, I don't know how much thought you put into that, the email blast this week, but it flew out of your fingertips in fine form. 
I'm glad it came off okay as I was writing and I was like, this is either going to be well received or get me disowned from my family. We'll see how it goes. But <laughs> my uh, my aunt messaged me and she said she liked it. So we're good. I think I'm still in the family for now. I'll have to have to find another way to get kicked out. You know, the part of that story that really stuck with me was, and this is a story, I believe the first interaction that you and I had, which before we even knew each other, was about that, the old Avi you had on yeah. your Twitter feed, which was you with the big mountain of jello in front of you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't know the full story. You kind of gave me the Reader's Digest, literally, version <laughs> of that story. But uh, the, I, I encourage people, once again, if you're not on Breakwell's email list, uh, you're missing out that it's so much better than he is as a person <laughs> or on this podcast. <laughs> That don't let everything you see here and know about him outside of that email blast jade your decision to go on to it because you're going to see a whole new side of him that might make him marginally likable to you. All right. <laughs> you were, there was some end to that sentence. You started off going to a point, then you lost it, and you got sidetracked by the sales. <laughs> there, was, there was something about this. Never mind. There, there was no point. Okay, we'll, we'll just move on. I, I, th I got lost in the, just the radiance of I my I thought there was, there was some part of the story you'd never heard. I thought you were going to highlight that, but I guess just the story in general you hadn't heard. I, I oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, the full the story, full I story. think. Uh, I'm with oh, you. there was a point. Holy crap. There you go. You, I thought man. so, yeah. <laughs> God, you track better than I do. That's great. Yeah, the point that because like uh, the uh, the summation of the whole story is that you never really liked the Jello, you just ate it for your grandma's sake, mm -hmm. and that you hid the Reader's Digest thing from her. Like you never brought it up to her because you didn't want her to see that you never really liked the Jello. Like you protected her feelings, and that just that made it even better. It was just a fabulous. That, fabulous email. That was guys. the first time I realized I could be hidden in, in plain sight. That as I became internet famous or whatever, that it didn't mean anything in real life. There are five million copies of that magazine printed. My pa my face was a half page of it. Nobody ever told her. Nobody in her town of 200 people where everybody knew her. Not, not one single person in her, the target demographic of old people ever brought that to her attention. And I certainly wasn't going to bring it up. And for the record, I didn't hate orange jello. It's a fine jello. It just wasn't something I wanted to eat it, you know, by the trash bag full. So it was... <laughs> Well, did you use your real name in the article? I have James Breakwell on there. You saw I posted a picture of the article on there. Did you read it? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I didn't look at your byline. Yeah, because I didn't. Occur I guess to me, but it, when it you was. Said, I mean, it, it was under James Breakwell, so I guess it's entirely possible she wouldn't recognize my picture. I mean, who wants to right. look at me? Really? That's. I mean, that, that is entirely. <laughs> possible so one way or the other i did find uh when we were going through her things i found the copy of my first book i gave her only dead of the inside the signed inscription i had given to her and it definitely was unread so i probably, probably could have Aww. given her the issue of reader's digest and i doubt she would have read it but that, that she had better things to do she had judge judy so you know you got to get your priorities straight well hell she was in her 90s when you published that book was she able to read at that point uh, debatable. I think she always wanted us to think she was more capable than she was. Her greatest fear in the world is that we're going to take her out of her house and put her in a nursing yeah. home. She just wanted to stay in that chair. So, yeah, she uh, she was feisty to the end. So she uh, she definitely acted like she could read till the end. Maybe she could, maybe she couldn't. But uh, nobody was going to call her on it, that's for sure. Fantastic. All right. Well, speaking of calling things, you need to call the two sides of the Guam quarter of fate. <laughs> yeah, that's not suspicious at all the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Heads, I'm, I'm arguing go to the theater. Tails, I'm arguing stay home. 
All right, and I'm holding up the tail. I don't have the Guam quarter fade. I have a regular quarter because the Guam quarter is downstairs on my bathroom counter because I didn't bring it up. Because Breakwell changed the order. God. All right. I don't even know what you said. What? Heads, Heads theater? movie theater, tails, watch at home. Okay. It is up. It is down. Ah, see? I'm glad I came clean because it is tails. You, sir, have home. Thank goodness, because I am a man on a budget. I don't want to pay $75 to go out and watch a movie. By the time you hire a babysitter for the 95 kids I have, and you buy two tickets, you get it. It's 27, how dare you. And you you pay the service fee to pre-order because you can't just walk into the big movie releases anymore. It just, it's a debacle. I mean, it's a whole, it's like a day's salary to go in there and watch three (laughs) hours of movies. And it's just, and then when you get there, okay, you want to know the biggest draw back is other people if i watch in my house it's me and my wife you put the kids to bed you can watch whatever you want you can turn up the volume it's great movie theater one volume it blows out your eardrums and you still not be, might not be able to hear it because somebody's going to be you know listening to their phone or just you know looking at the screen and distracting you what? you got people in there encro- encroaching on your elbow space the guy the guy who plays for the nba is going to sit right in front of you blocking your view the floor is going to be sticky it's awful but you know what the biggest reason is and i know that in your age bracket this is what makes the biggest difference the biggest reason for those nine hour long marvel movies is bathroom (laughs) breaks if i am watching a movie at home i can hit the pause button and i can get up to pee whenever i want but if you at the movie theater want to go to the bathroom you are going to have to miss prime minutes of this movie you just paid all this money to see and you're just guessing you're hoping you're praying that there's enough padding in there that you're not going to miss anything important and if you want to see that section you missed you got to go back in and pay to see the whole movie again and then pee at a different part i mean it's just that's how they get you you got to watch the whole movie twice so i don't know how you could possibly defend going in to watch a movie at the movie theater James, if your wife isn't worth $75 <laughs> once a month with the Breakwell money that you're raking in, uh, it's a fire hazard. All that money laying what? around your house. Like, come on. You, you got to spend some of that stuff or your place going to go up like a tinderbox. <laughs> like, a, drop the 75 but Buy her a dinner at some place that doesn't have a drive through once in a while. <laughs> but when you go to the theater, man, you have the experience of other people's emotions. And that heightens the everything for you. That when people scream, you scream when they laugh you laugh it just kind of makes the movie roll the whole artistic point of it and yeah you do have to pee once in a while you get to be my age and you end up just strapping a gatorade bottle to your leg with a garden hose going to it but just keep yourself from drinking an entire pig trough full of soda when you walk in and you might be able to make it through most of the movie but the, the surround sound, God, you dissed the surround sound. When you're my age, first of all, you got to turn the TV up as loud as it can be just to make it kind of Dolby in the first place. But when you go to the theater and you watch one of them Avengers movies, and I can't remember if you watch Avengers movies, James, or not. I will watch them when they come out on Disney+, Plus, and I can watch them in my own home. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Those Avengers movies, everything is bombastic, and it is so cool with the 3D surround sound, and you can hear Captain America yelling over there and Thor yelling back at him from over there. It's fantastic. You can't get that in your home. And lastly, the theater seats nowadays, 
you drop a couple extra bucks, and I know that you're frugal to the point of insanity, but man, you sit in those new seats in some of the better theaters, and you kick back. I can't literally stay awake through an entire movie because <laughs> those seats are comfortable, and I'm old, but I still enjoy the experience. You don't have to talk to anybody. That's the beauty of being alone in a crowd in a theater, but you can still interact through emotion. And theaters are just great. I don't think I had any... Oh, yeah, lastly, you got to get out in the world once in a while, James. You're a writer. You isolate yourself. Your date night consists of you and your wife sitting in opposite rooms and playing with people that you never see on the Internet somewhere. Could be Internet strangers that think you're a kid and they're trying to get in your head, do weird things. Like, just get out in the world. Go and rub elbows with people. Interact with the, the person that's selling you the tickets and the one ripping them in half. Like, do something that says you're a human being. What do you, that you are a human being? I'm sure Lola already is. What do you have against about, what do you, I can't talk anymore. That's my point. You heard me. So first of all, you admitted you're falling asleep during these $75 movies. That's a terrible return on investment. Why not just fall asleep at home in your own chair where you don't have to feel guilty about it at all? I mean, even when you go big and you splurge and you pay $3.99 to, you know, stream the movie, movie uh, because it's not one of the free services. If you fall asleep during that movie, no big deal. You can watch it again for 48 hours. You can watch it two or three times. Or as opposed to the movie theater, you pay $75, you get to see it once. And for the record, my wife is worth more than seeing a movie once a month. She's worth seeing a movie every weekend, which is why we watch movies at home. We can do it anytime <laughs> we want without hiring that babysitter, going through all those other steps, having to do research, and figuring out what time the movie starts. So we have to accommodate our lives for that movie start time. When you watch watch a movie at home it starts whenever you want and as for chairs you want to tell me that your $900 mansion lazy boy that you live in <laughs> is less comfortable than that sticky theater seat no way those theater seats while they're more comfortable than what they used to be they're roughly as comfortable as a, as a plush bus like that's where you're at right now oh my if you're God. riding gray a greyhound bus across the country that's roughly what you get in a movie theater you might be thrown off because there's stadium seating so you know you it confuses your brain a little bit but that's what it is it's not special. It certainly doesn't recline like you want it to. Uh, and also the snacks, man. You want to go to a, you get more snacks in a movie theater, you gotta take out a second mortgage. You want snacks at home, you just pop another bag of popcorn in the microwave and you're good to go. I can get up and I can drink six beers during a movie if I want. If you want to go, one of, my friend goes to movies all the time and he's like, oh boy I can get a beer at this theater. So what? I have all the beer in my fridge. I can walk over and get it anytime I want. It doesn't cost nine dollars a bottle. Like, I'm just I'm trying to get the most bang for my buck, see the most movies I can. If you're a real movie th lover, you'll watch them at home. And as for surround sound, a surround sound system's like 150 bucks now, depending on the one you get. You can have oh, surround yeah, sound thing. wherever same you go. Exact thing. It's just sure. scaling. Okay, you're like one of those people who's like, I need uh, I need a 16 foot TV in my living room, and it's too big. Like. Proportionately, if you look at how big that theater is, that theater screen is based on how far back you sit, in terms of the amount of eye space it takes up, it's really not that much different than having a 50 what? or 60 inch TV and sitting closer to it. Sitting 10 feet away what? from a 50 inch TV is not that different than sitting 80 feet away from a wall size TV. Yeah, I went there. I just, I just dropped some math okay, on you. Fine. You know, just cause you say it, don't make it true. <laughs> just make it true. <laughs> All right. You know, the whole Greyhound bus analogy makes me remember you haven't been to a movie since 1983. <laughs> so I'll give you a pass on that one. At some point, you're going to realize that there is fresh air on the other side of your doors and your windows. And maybe then you will become a real three-dimensional human being. In the meantime, hey, roll those Dungeons and Dragons dice.
I will, thank you very much. It's another fine activity you can do from home. If you want to vote for watching movies at home like a great person, vote for one. Just the number one. Because oh it's number one in your viewing opportunities. If you want to not do that, vote for 23 and the garbage experience of going to a theater. Consequently, $23 is about how much it costs for a small soda at the movie theater. So keep that in mind. Again, just, and just if throwing you, these facts out there like... All the news channels. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 18. All right. (laughs) Well, uh, I don't know how I can argue with the number one. That seems like a pretty cool thing to vote for, unless you're totally cool and you're Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Then you're going to vote 23. Who are you going to vote for? The, The elite athlete who is at the top of his game or a guy that has to stack the deck by making his number one? It's pathetic to me. It's sad, really. So until next week, when we can hear how James is going to make sure that he wins despite Steve being better, tune in to Ron. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So I'm going to stop, stop, the, stop the outro. I'm going to discombobulate you one more time. I won the debate last week. We glossed right over that. I won by, I uh, I, I won by like 50% of the vote. It was crushing, and it's going to happen again next week. Thank you to our wonderful interns for once again extending my lead in the I'm, – I'm up like two shows now. It's incredible. Okay, go ahead and close this out. I just wanted the world to know that I'm better than you, and I will be better again than you again this week. Hold on. I'm making a note to fire the interns. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So until next week, and if you want to be our intern, you can apply to Steve next week. <laughs> and uh, just, uh, I'm sure you can find my email. I'm all over the internet. I'm the one that looks like George Clooney. All right, this is Steve. This <laughs> Dr. Steve for James the Exploding Unicorn. Smells just like the stable they live in. Breakwell saying thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And remember, as always, two wrongs can make a right.